0: welcome to another edition of Eusebius on times live over the last couple of weeks there have been various elective provincial ANC conferences going on and at each one of these congress meetings new leaderships had been installed it often results in slates being formed and then those slates either win wholesale or not and in KwaZulu-Natal there was one such slate which decided to give itself a name, complete with regalia to go with it, and they called themselves the Taliban. They managed to win with that name, following them, and what's been peculiar is that although one or two commentators had drawn attention to the odiousness of that name, not enough of us, myself included, really went into detail as to what is problematic about doing exactly that. Uh, Chris Roper in the Arena Holding Stable, writing for Financial Mail, meditated on what's problematic about that in his column, which is worth checking out. And then someone else who had done so is Mavuso Msmang, who of course is an Mkonto and ANC veteran in an excellent piece that you can find on the Daily Maverick, a link of which I'll also include in the blurb accompanying this conversation. And although his piece was more wide-ranging in analysing a number of themes related to and politics, I particularly enjoyed the fact that whoever took the editorial decision decided to foreground in the headline of the piece and in the pull-out quotes this particular element, the naming element, and I'd asked on that basis Mavusa to join me for a crisp conversation around language and why language matters. You're listening to Eusebius on Times Live. That's this latest podcast on Times Live. And it's me, Eusebius MacKaiser, exploring the major issues of the week. That means you're gonna hear a lot of law, politics, and ethics, how they intersect, and how important these stories are in the life of all South Africans. When people
1: saw
2: their
1: children must know this are sellouts, they put saliva on the paper. Mr. Julius Malema whispered and said
2: sing it sing it
1: and then they shared that zone no what i'm not going to apologize oh can
2: i have my ipad please so they stole it
0: Vusa, thanks so much for making time for me, even though it is a Saturday afternoon that we are recording this during.
2: Thank you very much for the invitation. I look forward to our conversation.
0: Let's get straight to the most important question. Why does naming matter in politics? Oh, it's extremely
2: important anywhere in politics because it uh, places you ideologically in a particular context. Uh, It uh, says something about your your beliefs uh, your belief systems it, it, it characterizes who you want the public to know you to be so so it's absolutely important i mean if I were to say sorry for that uh, and the Jesus Christ party people will associate that with religion or the um, traditional uh, movements so and so, then they get the understanding of the values that you um associate with your name.
0: When I decide then to form a faction or a political movement or party, and I call myself the Taliban formation of a particular grouping within the African National Congress, what does that conjure for you?
2: Well, it conjures a very um, disturbing image, to be honest with you. The a Well, first of all, who are the Taliban? This is a um, movement in um, sects, a religious movement in uh, Afghanistan, uh, which um, fought uh, against American occupation, but whose beliefs are very misogynist. They do not believe that women matter. Um, they should not find work outside the workplace, uh, outside the home, Uh, The girl child must not go to school, need not go to school beyond the sixth grade. And just generally, women must not be in politics. So that's their attitude to women. Now, for an organization like the ANC, which uh, claims um, uh, not just non-racialism, but also gender sensitivity, it's absolutely astounding that anybody would want to use a name like that and belong to the African National Congress and participate in its executive uh, councils.
0: Yeah, I found it disturbing. One of the members of the faction had the following to say about how they had arrived at that particular name.
1: If you read uh, about the the history of the Taliban, you then begin to establish and appreciate the fact that they the grouping that uh, arises out of uh, extreme uh, injustices following uh, the lack of an ability by an official or supposed official uh, state to establish a consistent uh, rule of law uh, following the Afghan uh, war that took place uh, from 1978 uh, to 1992. Mm. Now, within the South African context and in, in, in the context of uh, what we are faced with uh, both in the ANC and in the country uh, and uh, more particularly within the context of of of, of KZN, the Taliban, the Taliban are a grouping of comrades who espouse a genuine uh, a renewal of the African National Congress, a renewal of the ANC that is not anchored on pejari of comrades, a renewal of the ANC that does not have a, a head of state and the president of the ANC whom for instance uh, during during last year uh, uh, riots uh, in, in July who, who puts out uh, very dangerous statements to say uh, it's ethnic is ethnic uh, mobilization okay. uh, because the issue that we are faced with within the ANC is that you have a grouping of people whom identify and purport themselves to be flag bearers of the ANC renew, uh, of the ANC's uh, unity and renewal program yet if you zoom closer to them they are the most unscrupulous characters and that is the type of the injustice if you are to then uh, want to understand what necessitates the, the 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 grouping or the establishment of the so-called the talibans within the kz10 context that we ought not to have a situation where we are led uh, at the at the top uh, of the of, of of the anc by a volunteer in chief who then uh, when there are challenges identifies that they are there are ethnic mobilizations, yet they are underlying social injustices, matters of inequality, socioeconomic uh, injustice that must be dealt with. But he chooses to abdicate his responsibility by wanting to reduce the entire, uh, or rather the, the, the whole spectrum of the challenges that are faced with yeah. to that. Yeah. So the Taliban are, are a, fresh, a fresh, a breath of fresh air. A grouping of comrades who are former leaders of the ANC, uh, youth league in the main, and comrades uh, who are still young, who may have a zeal to really do justice in terms of transforming and changing the material conditions of the people of kwazulu Natal.
0: Mabuso, the clip that I've just played is basically of one of the faction members positively associating themselves with the history of the Taliban as being a really energetic movement with a sense of purpose and intentionality around fighting for the state and they see themselves as doing that in fighting, I guess, a kind of clawback of what they see as the ANC slipping away from forces of good and the state also slipping away from forces of good. Do you think that's ironic when you call yourself the Taliban, or do you understand the idea of fighting for the state and fighting for the ANC?
2: Well, well, well. You know, um, there is an embarrassment of choices of revolutionary names, names of resistance organizations in Latin America, uh, you know, Uruguay, Tupamaros, name them, and in the Middle East and perhaps elsewhere as well, where people have put up a spirited fight, not only against a reactionary government, as they thought it would be, but also, say, an imperialist power like the United States, who have. Giving it, um, taking it upon themselves to go all over the world and establish and prop up regimes. There is a whole lot of very fiercely revolutionary organization movements whose names these people might have adopted if that's the message they wanted yeah. to associate with their name. Now, you cannot ignore the fact that what I described a little earlier about the properties, about the characteristics of the um, Taliban. What do you make of that? How does it jive with the people that uh, uh, really would not like to see uh, women oppression? Uh, An organization, let's look at this. uh, You're talking about people who belong to an organization. How do they reconcile that and the self-pronounced commitment of the organization to um, uh, anti-misogynism? So there is a serious contradiction, actually, it uh, it makes to me absolutely no sense at all that you would single out an organization out of very many who fought good causes, if that's what you think you're doing, and seek and find one that is so uh, negative, that is so uh, high bound.
0: The problem for the ANC, and therefore for society, because the ANC is, is a huge social movement within society, is that this would be embarrassing, but not massively embarrassing, if the Taliban, as a faction in KZN, didn't win and then gain traction and was lampooned by the party, by delegates, by branches, by cartoonists, and by the highest leadership structures of the African National Congress, but they won. And so I switched on the telly and you have a faithful, thoughtful, brilliant woman cater in someone like Phoebe Potkiter telling us that they are seriously debating at NASREC, changing the threshold criteria for what it means to be an ANC member so that you don't just pay 20 rand a year and Bob's your uncle. And I think to myself, how on earth can I take that seriously as a member of the public, as a voter, as a citizen, Mavuso, if the very people that are present at Nasrek, in between shopping at Sandton City, are the ones that think naming yourself after the Taliban is not problematic. And that's by way of asking you this more pointed question. What does it say about the ANC in terms of political culture that you can name yourself the Taliban and it hardly causes any discussion? no this is extremely
2: extremely it's extremely worrying that this uh, comment I, I didn't take note of that i did i was conscious of the fact that there's been very little comment uh on this um uh, nomenclature <clears throat> it's 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 shocking actually to be honest with you it's so contradictory to the professed um ideology uh and and um ethical commitment of the organization. I I don't know. I suppose uh, Phoebe, a person that I like and respect quite a bit, uh, was preoccupied with uh, uh, issues of um, step aside. Is that what it was? I cannot understand how you can even begin to debate that. Uh, As I point out in my little article, every organization um, has... A step aside rule of sorts, whatever they call it, when somebody infringe uh, uh, the break uh, the, the, the rules of the organization, uh, action is taken to to chastise such a person. Depending on the extent or the, the gravity of the offense, they may even step down or step out. They should be so. So there is no question that you would want to scrap this. If the complaint is that it's not being managed um, uh, uh, objectively, impartially, then fix that. Make sure that you put in place a structure, a grouping, uh, Mm -hmm. an organ that will ensure that really um, you step aside when you do something wrong, if it's terribly wrong. I, I just cannot imagine anybody, the church, SAFA, name them, when... People don't have to wait for the Constitution the courts and and legal action if if you molest somebody child you, you you the the leaders of the organization the members of the organization who object strongly to that would really want to bring you to book as soon as possible and make sure that you discontinue doing that that you are Counseled very strongly about it, but there would be no question that uh, perhaps because uh, there is unfairness in the implementation of this, it, it, it should be put out.
0: I want to ask a final question that ties together the commentary you've just made about the step aside rule that should be a non debate if ethics mattered, and then bring it back to our focus on political nomenclature. It seems to me, and I said this in a previous, the last, in fact, episode of Eusebius on Time's Live, that the ANC co-organization doesn't take for granted that ethics matter. And if there's a debate about whether ethical leadership is a necessary criterion for being elected as a leader, and being seconded into the state where you will have massive constitutional powers that you can use nefariously if you are not ethical, then it shouldn't be surprising then that what people wear, what songs they sing, what chants they come up with, what slogans they spray paint, that they do so without having any regard for whether or not They are being ethical in their choices of words on their T-shirt, in the colorful song choices, in a plenary session, or how you name your particular slate. And I guess my final question to you is a combination of a diagnostic one and a forward-looking one in terms of just at the level of affect, how you are feeling about your organization, Does it have the capacity intellectually, morally, and politically to really take seriously what we spoke about in the last 20 minutes and to redirect towards its best historical self? Or do you think that it's run out of ethical steam?
2: It's very, very difficult to defend a theoretical position that the ANC is capable of. uh, Taking a strong moral stand on issues of this nature, and yes, we proclaim that. But for the past so many years, we have had at leadership level persons who have about whom books are written on corruption. So and so is corrupt, and you know, uh, uh, and these uh, allegations uh, public are, are not are not challenged. Um, And yet these people are kept in their positions. And more alarmingly, uh, in relation to the so-called step-aside thing, when somebody says, wait a minute, there is this very serious serious allegation which is causing serious problems to the image of the organization. Because there's a whole thing about step-aside. You don't want to tarnish the organization that you belong to, even more so the one that you lead. So we have been led by people who have argued that uh, you know, well, maybe until you are charged, uh, it's okay. Don't uh, you don't have to step aside. You know, I can understand some of the difficulties in the execution of what was a resolution meant to ensure that ethical standards are tiered to. So, Ace Machashulu, for instance, says, like all citizens in South Africa, the Constitution allows me to be a free person until I'm found guilty. So the lack of understanding at that level of issues ethical and issues legal is really shocking. And such a person continues and draws large groups of supporters. But why is that the case? I really think what has really hit the African National Congress is the lack of political education, um, uh, which which is not to say propaganda or anything but civic education political education to let people understand uh, how organizations uh, are run Uh, that that you cannot be in leadership you know if somebody were to say Mabuso uh, is found to have stolen and it seemed to be said credibly, I would really want to say I will show you that you're talking nonsense but rather than tarnish the image of the African National Congress, I'll stand aside. And if I can marshal resources funds, I will sue you for defamation of character. But so much do I respect my organization that I don't want to be the story when I stand in front of people talking about what's going on uh, in the African National Congress. It's a lapse, it's a neglect uh, that is costing the African National Congress very much in terms of uh, support by People respected it so much. ANC has produced two uh, Peace Prize winners. And that has to do with ethics. Um, there are many others who may not have attained that kind of uh, um, uh, reward. But the fact of the matter is that you've got very highly respected people in the Susulus and, and many others. And and you, you listened to them and you followed them more because... You respected the position uh, their position on on issues ethical absolutely
0: we're going to leave it there, and I know many ANC leaders follow this podcast. I hope that they will dispassionately reflect on your remarks, which I think are crucial both for the short term electoral interests of the party and the medium to long-term interests of the country, given that the ANC remains, for better or worse, an important player within the body politic. Mavuso, thank you so much, as always, for making time for me and sharing your incisive remarks. Deeply appreciated.
2: Thanks very much for the invitation. Uh, so please continue with uh, <laughs> this job, which is controversial, but very <laughs> necessary, I'm telling you. Cheers. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Thanks.